Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So there's a misconception that if you're single, you are incomplete perhaps damaged, salvaged, and you won't be happy until you find your one. And that is not true. That is bullshit. It is a message that has been fed to us by media and advertising. The truth is, when you're single, you have the richest soil for growth. That's why I created this podcast. And unlike other podcasts, this one is host-driven, not guest-driven. That means I will be rotating health and wellness experts three times a week to give you the giant box of wellness crayons not just the primary colors, so you can start building a meaningful life. It's time to give singlehood a cape. I'm super excited to have a meditation and mindfulness coach as part of our collective. This is a practice that, especially if you're single, you should be working on, well, I mean, for the rest of your life, but it's going to help so much if you decide to get into a relationship. Amy Brown is a meditation teacher and certified mindfulness and life coach specializing in relationships. She works globally with individuals who are going through or have been through a breakup or divorce and want to navigate the process in respectful, mindful, and in a conscious way so that they can heal, move forward on to new, healthier relationships, and ultimately thrive. Her background is in psychology, communications, meditation, mindfulness, and Pilates. She has taught and coached in physical and mental wellness for over 20 years. And Amy can be found at amybrown.online or on IG at amybrownonline. Enjoy Amy Brown. Hi, I'm Amy. Thank you for joining me for this podcast episode on healing after a breakup, moving from darkness into healing. One of my clients asked me recently, how do I move from darkness into healing? And I love the phrasing so much because I think it resonates with a lot of people who have been through a breakup. So that became the name of this episode. With breakups, of course, there is no one size fits all. Every relationship is unique and every person is unique. But I hope that you will find some healing tools or some nuggets that speak to you in this episode. If you've been through a breakup, the first thing I would encourage is please be patient with yourself. Your mind and body, right down to the cellular level, are making huge transformational shifts. If you're starting the breakup process, I usually suggest to clients that it may take about a year before you begin to recognize your life or feel comfortable in your skin again. Although everyone's timeline is unique, depending on the length of the and significance of the relationship, If this was a brief relationship and you weren't really very invested in it, then you may move forward faster. But if this was a significant relationship, and particularly if there were children involved, your healing process could take years. Most people want to shortcut this process. I know I did. But I encourage you to give yourself patience and time and compassion. This time is invaluable for healing. 
And if you don't take the time to process all the changes in your life right now, you may find that the pause comes later, meaning if you rush into a relationship to fill the void or distract yourself, that relationship likely won't last. So my advice is to take this time to heal, to meditate, to be good to yourself. From a mindful perspective, this can be a really beautiful opportunity for reflection and self-discovery. I want to emphasize that your healing timeline is unique to you, so please don't let anyone tell you that you should be over it, air quotes. You take as much time as you need. An essential step in the healing process is feeling your feelings. You may have heard the Robert Frost quote, the best way out is always through. And that means let your emotions move through you, even the difficult ones. And I know it can be hard. Best-selling author Martha Beck describes Dante's Inferno as a psychological metaphor. Dante goes down into deep depression, aka through hell, and he's told that he has to keep going further down. So when he passes the core of the earth, now everything that was down is up. So he's actually climbing up towards paradise. And this can be a parallel to the experience of healing. Yes, it can feel like you're going through hell. So I hope you find it somewhat empowering to know that if you keep going, you'll come out the other side. The way you keep going is to acknowledge your feelings and then release them. You don't want to live in hell. You want to move through it. Some of us were taught to repress our feelings. But I would encourage you instead to acknowledge and release That might mean yelling into a pillow or crying or shaking emotions off your body like a wet dog. You don't want to get emotions stuck in your body. Just let them flow. Maybe not at work, but, you know, when you can, release them. And on the heels of letting your feelings release, we also want the story to release from our mind. What I mean by that is the more you replay the story in your mind, the more it becomes part of your identity. So instead of it being an event that happened in your life, it becomes part of who you are. And once something becomes part of our identity, humans find it very difficult to let go. Replaying the relationship over and over in your mind is wasted energy. Wishing it had happened differently is futile. To add to that, any kind of replaying of the relationship is holding you stuck in the past. And it's important to know that your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between something real and something imagined. So you're literally making your body and nervous system relive the pain over and over and over. And that past relationship is controlling how you feel in this moment. So you're unwittingly keeping it alive now. Now, if the relationship involved trauma or abuse, I would recommend working with a trained therapist. For the purpose of this podcast, I want to offer one of the simplest and quickest ways to move forward into healing is by being present. Meditation and mindfulness teach us present moment awareness. Every time you notice that you're thinking about the past and your mind is running away with that dialogue, bring yourself back into the now. Our minds like to follow thoughts, but imagine the voice in your mind like a roommate, 
And that roommate is constantly nattering on about your relationship. Oh, you should have left him a long time ago. Or, oh, if you texted her back more quickly, she wouldn't have been so angry. Or whatever the story is. If you really had a roommate talking about the breakup incessantly in your ear, you would move out or kick the roommate out. So it's important to work on compassionately managing your mind. It can be something as simple as saying to your mind, Stop it. I hear you talking, and I appreciate that you're trying to keep me safe, but I'm safe right now. I'm in the present moment, and it is not helpful to replay the past. You can also bring yourself into the present with something somatic or tactile, like simply rubbing your hands together, or consciously feeling your feet on the floor, or running water over your hands. I press my thumb into my index finger. And that interrupts the dialogue in my mind. And the more often you become aware of your mind's chatter, it will become a habit to reroute your mind. There's the quote, manage your mind so it doesn't manage you. And then when your mind is present, you want to refocus your thoughts to something more positive in your life. We get to choose. This can be anything positive. This may be supportive friends or that you're excited about ordering in dinner or that you're looking at a beautiful tree outside your window. I'm not suggesting what's become known as toxic positivity or ignoring or negating sadness or anger. As I said earlier, you absolutely need to feel and process all of your feelings. But once they've moved through your body, then do your best to let them go and choose a more positive or higher vibrational feeling like love or compassion or gratitude. Our thoughts are powerful. So harness that power. Where focus goes, energy flows, and neural firing flows, and neural connections grow. Consciously choose positive thoughts. They create new patterns in your brain, which creates a positive perspective and a positive reality. I remember 14 months after my divorce, one Friday night, my friend asked me what I was doing on the weekend. I answered meditation and Netflix, which was my standard answer for the last 14 months. And she said, do you think it's time to get back out there? Now, I knew cognitively that it was, but I was really comfortable in my meditation and Netflix. I didn't feel like stepping out of my comfort zone. So here's some tools and tricks that I use and suggest to my clients. When you want to take steps that might feel uncomfortable, you don't want them to feel awful, but stretching your comfort zone a bit is a great idea. Think about something like going out for a drink with a friend. Do it in a manageable way. So go for an hour, not four hours. And when you get home, you want to feel like, wow, I did it. I wanted to cancel five times, but I did it. And now I'm proud of myself. And take that moment and expand it. Soak in that proud feeling for as long as you can so that your nervous system knows that this is safe and that I can do that again and build upon it. Also, before you go out, I would suggest meditating. Maybe a guided meditation, something like, I am safe or I am confident. And you can ask the universe, God, source, your angels, your guides, whatever higher power you believe in, to guide you on this step. I would say something simple like, higher self, please be with me when I go out tonight. Please give me strength and confidence. Something super simple. 
just so that you feel energetically supported on this step. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another trick or tool that you've probably heard of is the expression, fake it till you make it. I want to expand on that. My previous career, before I was a meditation and mindfulness coach, I was a model. And we were taught to make your outside influence what's happening inside. So you see models smiling and having fun. They might have gone through a breakup that morning. They might be having a terrible day. But decorating or boosting your outside has been neuroscientifically proven to boost your inside, too. When I went through my breakup every day for a year, every time I left the house, I would put on makeup. I would change out of my sweatpants, put on some cute clothes, sometimes just to take my child to school or get the groceries. And when I got home, I would put my sweatpants back on. But I wanted to energetically send the message that I would be okay. Because I knew that I would, even if I didn't feel it in that moment. Now you might say, Amy, that doesn't sound very authentic. I want to show up to the universe as I am. That's great. You can show up any way you want. But in that time, if my outsides had reflected how my inside felt, I would have showed up in pajamas and slippers to drop off my child at school. Not to mention the fact that if you go grocery shopping in pajamas and slippers, I almost guarantee that you will run into your ex. We want to embody the person that we want to be. And so if you want better, show up as better. If you're in the weeds of a breakup, even if you don't feel like it, try to take a shower every day. Get dressed. Present yourself, at least on the outside for now, the way you want to feel on the inside. And the same goes for your home. Keep it clean. There's that stereotype of the person who's going through a breakup and they haven't showered and they're wearing old sweatpants and there are pizza boxes all over the floor and the place is a mess and the blinds are closed. If you choose to live like that, that's fine. No judgment. But if that isn't the life that you want to live, then try as much as you can to show the world and the universe the life that you want. You can't control your circumstances, but you can exert some control over keeping yourself and your home clean and energetically presenting to the world and the universe the way you want to be, the way you know you will feel. When you're healing from a breakup, as much as you can, try to nourish your body with healthy foods, even though you may feel like you want to eat potato chips all the time. Try to exercise. Take some time in nature. Mother Nature heals us on a cellular level. Dance. Create an elevating playlist with songs that make you want to dance. Dance as much as you can. If that happy feeling isn't coming naturally, create it. Dancing releases happy hormones like serotonin and dopamine into your body. Another brilliant way to release happy hormones into your body is by power posing. You might have heard of this. Amy Cuddy did a famous TED Talk. 
And there's lots of great research on increasing confidence by holding a Wonder Woman or Hulk or God or Goddess pose for at least 30 seconds, ideally in the mirror. And it might feel silly initially, but it's an excellent tool for increasing confidence and energy, especially before a date. Speaking of energy, we create energy in our body. And this is great news because we can create it at any time we want. You don't need another human to fire up your jets. You can tap into the feeling of love and energy any time you want. You can be in love with yourself. Be in love with life. Meditation is a beautiful way to do this. So I'm going to lead you through a meditation where you create love in your body. You can do it sitting, lying down, walking. There's no right or wrong. Please feel free to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Unless you're driving, obviously, please don't close your eyes. Feel free to pause the audio and do the meditation later. So I invite you to take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. As you exhale, create an audible sigh out. One more like that. And now let's just breathe in through your nose and out through your nose. In and out. Relax your forehead, your jaw. Let your shoulders melt a little down your back. Your mind might begin to wander and that's totally normal. We're humans, we're designed to think. If you notice your thoughts, simply let them pass through your mind. Try not to follow the dialogue, but instead refocus on your breathing, in and out. Can you call to mind a memory of a moment where you felt joy, happiness, love, pleasure, it can, be, it can be something huge like the birth of your child or something small like a stranger smiling at you and it made you smile. It can be when you gave someone a gift you knew they loved or the last time you made someone's day a bit brighter. It can be walking in the forest or swimming in the ocean. It can be meditating. Just feel into whatever memory feels good. Feel the joy, the love, the pleasure, the happiness, whatever you're feeling. If you can, place your right hand over your heart and your left hand over your right. And feel as your breath and energy flow in and out of your body. Feel the energy as it moves around your body. You don't need to know how to do this. Just picture energy and love flowing in and out of your body and surrounding you. Imagine the feeling of love and happiness wrap you like a soft blanket. And while you bathe in this feeling, Realize that you created this feeling inside yourself. 
My words might have brought up the feeling in you, but you created the love, the joy, the pleasure. And you have access to that feeling anytime you want. So keep your eyes closed, but bring yourself back into this moment and see if you can keep that feeling as you turn the corners of your mouth up in a smile. And now slowly open your eyes. Thank you for meditating with me. The final tool I'd like to share is one of the best ways to help yourself heal. And it's by helping others. There is always someone else who is struggling, going through a breakup, experiencing loss, or facing a crisis, who is feeling sadder, angrier, or more confused than you are. If you know someone, I encourage you to reach out to them. Give them a call or send them a message. And if you don't know someone, go on social media. Leave a stranger a nice comment. Or find a support group. Or join the Single on Purpose community. Or share this podcast with someone else. Life is about serving others. Helping others is guaranteed to help your healing process. Thank you for listening. I hope that episode was helpful. Hey, listen, if you want to share your singlehood journey, if you've gone somewhere, come back. If you have revelations and wisdom, please share your story. It's going to help other people. Nothing makes us feel more connected than hearing other people's stories. So just send me the audio of your story, and you could just record it directly from your phone and email it to theangrytherapist at gmail.com. Also, if you want our Single on Purpose newsletter, go to singleonpurpose.life. That's singleonpurpose.life. You will get tools and articles and other people's stories and also uh, Zoom links to private gathers. So if you want to join our community, go to singleonpurpose.life. Thank you for listening. Be well. We hope you tell a friend.